Hey guys, this is Tony with Inner Designs. Today I'm back with another Inner Geek podcast. Um, today is the in-house designer episodes. And today we're going to talk about brand consistency. <clears throat> this might be a weird thing to think about, but as an in-house designer, you have to be the one that makes sure that the brand's being consistent, the logo's being used consistent, that the overall image of the company is consistent because no one else is going to think about that. Um, this is one of the many hats you're going to have to wear as an in-house designer. Um, and it's a, a little bit hard to figure out how to do it as an in-house designer. In-house designers are usually a little bit more introverted. Designers in general are a little bit more introverted. So this is kind of an extrovert task or more open. You're out there. You're exposed places where introverts don't like to be task. And uh, I think this is a good topic for all those in-house designers out there to figure out how to do, what to do, and how to go forward. So let's been talk about what I've been doing as an in-house designer. Uh, this has been a pretty busy week for me, busier than usual. Um, it's also been one of the worst weeks I've ever had, just with timelines and trying to get everything in and trying to make it work. Um, well, first off, we got a lot of print collateral that came in. It all looks really good. We got uh, some expanders for a trade show. Uh, we got two of them. One for our rep, one for us. Um, uh, they looked great until I put them up, had them set up in the storage room. I was looking at them, making sure they looked good. Was showing the people that are going to have to use them in a trade show. Uh, and uh, showing them how to put them up. And Sam decided that he was going to break one. <clears throat> he didn't decide to, but he broke one. Broke. Uh, there's a point, there's a back leg that screws in he snapped it right off the threads the threads were stuck in it i had to figure out how to get it out uh some of the shop guys helped me get it out and it turned out we couldn't get it fixed um this was tuesday we had to get them out shipped latest thursday to get to texas in time for the trade show uh, so within two days i had to figure out a fix for this so that we could use them at the trade show long story short i called the printing company back up i tell them it got damaged in shipping did it no but we got our free stand out of it we needed that part just to get it fixed um <clears throat> so we have another stand that's not 100 percent fixed but it's it's in a working condition um and we'll see what we do with that one uh, we also got some new hats they're trucker hats some people wanted to do something like that to see if they would work would not work whatever um we got in pocket scales, they're little triangle rollers, about six inches long. Those look pretty cool. We got in water bottles. Those are all right. Um, also, I had to design a new flyer. This flyer is for giving out to trade shows, talking about this recent project we got that's $10 million, huge project for us. I uh, designed it. Within two days, got it printed within one, and we got it in time for some of the people leaving this weekend and next week for trade shows. Um, <clears throat> rendered a new video for R&D. Uh, R&D needed a video to show someone who's making controls for them of how this product 
is going to work or this machine's going to work. Um, that took a little bit of time to do. Uh, honestly, I'm still rendering it, and it is 2 o'clock on Saturday. I keep checking my machine at work to see where it is. It should be done soon, hopefully. Oh, my gosh. Um, uh, once that's done, I'll send him over to him so he can have it, look at it, make sure that it came out right. Hope to God it came out right. I cannot push this any later than it's already pushed. They need it by Monday. It's Saturday. It's getting close to the line. Um, create a new marketing campaign for this project we won also. Um, we did email. We did social media. These uh, flyers and this banner were all for that also. Um, I also got all of April's content scheduled. Um this was two blog posts um and i got one email done i gotta get another one done uh we got a webinar done last week we recorded it. everything worked out great um got another one coming up this week that should be pretty easy pretty straightforward hopefully not too hard uh what else did we do oh i also got a, a banner for one of the other trade shows we're using a short throw projector to use and make a bigger screen the screen looks a lot better the only issue is the box they put it in was so long and it was three boxes put together there was a crease or basically one of the boxes were broken and made it so where we couldn't get it out easily and it creased and there's small creases in it it might be fixable might not be fixable we'll see how it goes from there but uh yeah it's been a busy week there's been a lot of little things that have added up to a lot to get this week done. Um, a lot of tight deadlines, tighter than I like. Um, but I think we've got all these deadlines down. I think we've got all the tight deadlines out. I can ease up a little bit. Um, only issue is the end of, what are we at, March? And we missed some deadlines for content marketing. I need to figure out how to get those up to speed and done so I can focus on the next set because there's more deadlines still coming up and then we got to start talking about what's going on with content marketing next um so yeah just a lot of deadlines in-house designers you're always going to have tight deadlines you're always going to have deadlines that are impossible best way to stop these deadlines from happening is say hey look it i only got so much time in my day um can we make these deadlines more possible can we make them more the soon as you know that this is coming down the line, let me know, get me involved, so I can start thinking about it and getting it working and getting it done. So let's talk about today's topic, which is brand consistency. This is something all in-house designers need to do. It's a task that everyone needs to kind of understand, figure out how to do, how to, uh, how to make sure that not only you are using the brand consistently, but people in the company are using the brand consistency and the logo consistently and making sure that this work is exactly how it should be and how it should look. Um, there's a couple ways of doing this. Uh, first of all, it's you can create an identity manual, identity guidelines, whatever you want to call it, uh, and share that. Uh, the, the, the reason this might not work or what you might need to do to make sure it does work um, is you need to sit down and say, okay, here's the rules. Sorry about that. I forgot to turn my notifications off. Um, 
So you need to say, okay, well, here's the logo. Here's what I don't want you guys to do with it. I don't want you to stretch out of proportion. I don't want you to put it on an angle. I don't want you putting it over gutters or uh, over, yeah, over gutters. I don't want you um, doing this, doing that. Um, no inverting colors, no inverting gradients. These are the different logo types we have. We have the full color black and black logo, white logo, one color logo. Um, here's when you use each of those. Here's colors you can use. Here's a font we're gonna use for all our documents that go with it. Here's our stationary laid out. Here's our margins. Here's the font we use, all this. When you send this out to an internal team, the first thing that's gonna happen is say, it's just another marketing task. This is something you have to get used to as an in-house designer. This is something that will always be in the back of people's head of it's another marketing task. You have to find ways to get over it. Um, I might do this another, I probably will do this at another topic is how to get over the whole subject of it's another marketing task. It is, but it's a team task. Uh, this makes, what does an identity manual do? It makes sure that you're all consistent to make sure that no matter what you're presenting, it represents everyone the same way and it shows that everyone is at the same professional level. Um, I can't tell you how many times when I started that there were different signature blocks, there were different templates, there were different margins, there were different, people were using two different versions of the logo. There was a logo with a red font, there was a logo with a black font. That small difference was making an inconsistency that was sending a message to our customers that we weren't 100% professional, or we weren't all in the same message, or we weren't all in the same boat. Um, so that's where it comes in. Um, but just sending this out isn't gonna work. There's other things you need to do besides sending it out. Um, sending it out will get it in front of people where they can easily find it. But if you just send it out, it's gonna go on deaf ears. So there's a couple things you can do to mitigate this. Um, first of all, you need to set up meetings with each department and say, hey, we're gonna go through this, what documents should look like, what you should be using the logo for, how we can all be consistent, how we can all be sending the same message. Um, there's a couple reasons you wanna do this. One, it shows that you're serious. Um, it shows that this is something so important for you that you're willing to take people's time out of their day and sit down and talk about with them. Two, it makes a uh, two-way conversation. Um, you might not think about this, but a lot of people might have questions about this. One of the things that's going to come up a lot is, why should we even care about this? Why can't I just do what I want to do and you can fix it later? Or... Why is this so important to you? Why does marketing need to worry about these little details? Um, and there's so many more questions you'll find out once you start doing these things that having this instant two-way conversation is so much easier. You get all the bad things out of the way. You get everything out in front of you. And maybe you learned something that you didn't know. Like say when you have this meeting, you learn that, hey, we have this document that is so old, we don't have it in Word yet. What would we need to transfer it? What would we need to do to make it work right? Um, the customer service department has been using an old software for so long that they can't 100% transfer over without taking the whole customer service down for at least a month to two months. 
that's a big deal for a company that deals with million dollar jobs. Um, we're trying to work through it. We're trying to figure it out. We're trying to get them to the same consistency. Even if they have to use that old software, we're making sure that they're using the same consistency across the board. Luckily, the, the uh, what do you call it? The admin of customer service, she's been really helpful, understands what I'm trying to do, and gets behind it. Um, new customer head's also pretty supportive behind it. So it's, it's you're going to, once you do this, you're going to have different people different uh, point of views some people will get it right away some people have been in bigger companies or are more understanding of this some are just going to be stuck in their ways and you're going to have to focus more on those people Uh, when you're in this meeting and you're talking about it and you're going through the steps of like hey here's our logo this is why it matters you're going to start noticing people that are a little bit uncomfortable their body language is going to change and those are the people you want to focus on and try to Engage in a conversation, maybe in that public manner, maybe in a private matter, depending on the person, and say, hey, what's wrong? Why are, why don't you think this is good? Or why? what are your issues with this? Um, and start having a dialogue so that anyone else uncomfortable in the room can start bringing up their points. And you can start mitigating any issues that might stop this from happening. Um, when you send that email out and you just send it out... You've just went on deaf ears, and it's get, people are going to still be doing what they're doing. When you have this meeting, that's going to stop that from happening. You're going to make sure that this is the new standard. Um, but the third thing is you have to keep up with people. You have to make sure that they're following the standards you set, that they're doing what you have told them to do, that these are the standards that they need to follow. Um, how do you do that? It depends on the company. It depends on the size. depends on if you have a marketing team. depends on you if you have a, um, a, a team big enough to be in multiple departments or if you have to have people in your – find people in the departments that are so behind it that they're willing to help you out. Um, Usually in departments, when it comes to document making, there's only one person that does it. So maybe focus on them. Say, hey, let's sit down maybe monthly, quarterly, look at the things you've made, see if you're following the standards, just to make sure that we don't get too far down the road. We find an old document that you made right after the meeting, and it's still not following our new standards. That's that's kind of how it works. Another way to make sure this doesn't happen is uh, there's... Within Word and Office in general, there's templates that everyone can get access to. And within those templates, you can update them and everyone will get the next update. Wicked easy, stupid simple. You can go on Google and figure out how to make it work, how to make it work within your company, depending on how your servers are set up. But honestly, it's something we're working on, working towards that has made it easier for me to not have to have a hand in every document made because that just takes too much time out of my day. Um, Having to go through every document, sign off, say yay, nay. But there's these simple things that you can do to make sure this happens externally. But also, as the designer, you need to follow the rules. Um, You need to make sure that you're consistent with your look. That's a little bit easier when you're the designer. You know what to do, what not to do. Um, And how to present the logo in a proper way. But this goes more into you need to be consistent with the brand. Um, what do I mean by that? Um, as the designer, you are 
the visual communication of the brand. So you need to make sure that your branding message with your visuals is consistent with what the company is, what the company stands for, how the company is, etc. Um, this is sometimes hard for some designers to figure out or how to do. Sometimes they just want to go off the walls and do something crazy. That's okay every once in a while, but you need to have consistency. And it depends on what type of company it is, how big the company is, what the company does, what the company's values are, how consistent and how structured you need to be. Um, like my work, I can do a little bit crazier things, not off the wall, but I can go outside the comfort zone. Um, I don't have to use one single font. I can use a couple fonts. Uh, do I have fonts that I use for specific things? Yes. Are there fonts I would like to use, but only use on certain occasions? Yes. Um, so there's all these little nuances you need to worry about. Even down to what colors are you using. The colors you're using in your design work should be the same across the board. Like, for instance, for general JMS stuff, Bella, get out of my face. We have one color scheme. For the product families, we have another color scheme. Um, and depending on what the, the subject matter is, I'll use either of those. Um, it's something a lot of designers don't think about, but down to what shapes are you using? Are you consistently using similar shapes? Are you using organic shapes, geometric shapes? This is something you need to think about overall. Are you, are you consistent with your brand message? Um, it's, it's such an in-depth topic we could go on forever. But there are also those times when you need to break the rules. You need to break the rules with the logo. You need to break the rules with the... Uh, brand message to get a point across um, these times are they're, they're hard to explain when they exactly are going to come but you'll know them when you see them um, point proven these banners I was working on they were something different they were a size of a pop-up banner but I needed to figure out how to include this message of this job we want. I couldn't think of any way to do it, so started thumbnailing, started making comps, through about three pages of logos, or sorry, thumbnails and comps to try to figure something out. Um, eventually came up with something that I liked. Um, and it was something that didn't match up with the rest of our marketing material, but had elements of them that were noticeable to where people could say, okay, that's JMS. That's that's who they are. That's just a different, a newer look, a fresher look. Um, now, when we do a whole big brochure update or a big maybe website overall, we'll take all those elements that we've done in the past, say what worked, what didn't work when we were exploring. This worked, this worked, this worked. We'll add those elements into the new stuff to make it more consistent across the board. Um, I think exploration works best for branding is when you got a new format of something, you got a new document type, 
new marketing piece you can explore a little bit. And each time you get a new one, move the needle a little bit further. Um, Explore a little bit more. Figure out where you're trying to go, what you're trying to do. See if this is the direction you want to take it. Every time, just push a little bit further each time. And then when you're big, you're going for a big overhaul, you take all those elements back. You look at them, say, these all worked, these didn't. These were kind of so-so. And you start adding them back into stuff so you have more consistency. This is something that in-house designers have the flexibility of doing where agencies don't. Agencies, you kind of get a design guide. These are the fonts we use. These are the colors we use. These are the shapes we use, blah, blah, blah. You're stuck in a box. But as an in-house designer, you kind of make the rules, but you can also work within the gray of those rules to figure out where to go, how to take things, how to move it forward. Um, but I think that's going to do it for this one, guys. I just think as an in-house designer, you need to be consistent with the brand. You need to make sure that other departments are consistent with the brand. But you also need to be not afraid to break the rules, but make sure that you're still being consistent with the brand's message. Um, if you like this, if you got something out of it, if you got any questions, if you're on Anchor, give me a call. We can do a Q&A show. Um, if you're anywhere else listening, um, you can message me on Twitter or Instagram, and uh, we'll talk about it. Um, also, if you like this, like, rate, subscribe. Do whatever you got to do to make it positive. Um, but, yeah, I think that's going to do it for this one, guys. And uh, I'll see you next one. Bye.